Gents, you are here with Supercoach Guns and Adrianosaurus. I'm on the beers. I was playing uh, Nathan this. This is the story of a girl who cried a river and drowned the whole world. Why she looks so sad. That's all I'm giving you. I was back when I used to sing songs. That was a request that came. It was one of my better performances. Maybe that's why I kept it on one of the buttons, I guess. Um, Nathan, how are you, mate? I'm pretty good. I have really a come around to this idea of absolutely stacking my forward my second row yeah and so it's going to be good to go through oh it will be uh i've probably taken a, a slightly different tack since we last chatted as well um i'm gonna have to apologize to everyone because i'm on the beers i'm on the beers for i'm supposed to be recovering from a vasectomy today but you want to know what happened when i went for my vasectomy <laughs> I, I know this is probably not a great story for the old super coat, but lo- lots of people love my stories of the past. But anyway, I go for this vasectomy. My girlfriend's been asking for it for years. She came along to make sure that I go through with it. She booked one of our friends to pick me up and everything. I went to this vasectomy and I got my frankenbeans out. Um, the doctor was like feeling around to make sure that I'm suitable for it. He was like, oh, yeah, I might need to get a second. A lady comes in, a nurse. She's got my frankenbeans uh, in her hand. She's been really rough on the old... Um, uh, beans as well, by the way. And then she calls in a third person, a lady, another lady to come in. I've got three people in there grabbing my um beans. And I'm just like, what the hell? Is this normal? Uh, anyway, apparently I'm not suitable for um a vasectomy. I need to go now and get a general anesthetic where they've got to pull my nut out of its bag. Sorry for, for all of this adults only uh, entertainment guys, but now it's a whole big complicated thing where I've got to go and get under a general anesthetic in order to get a vasectomy. Of course, it can't be simple. And I think that that's a perfect analogy for super coach and the way that you tackle super coach is never simple. It's never easy. It's never just conventional. All these people that win it, it's always gone this kind of different, harder route and they, they pay off usually. Oh, let's get into it. Eh? But Ado's, not recovering from a vasectomy. Ado's got a free day off from work and he's been drinking beer since 11 a.m. That's what we're going to deal with today. So good luck to you, Nathan. It's going to be a fun podcast. Uh, yes, I, I thought I'd join you on the beers. I oh, love it. Love turns it. out you got ahead of me. <laughs> oh, dude, I did get ahead of you because I've had a free day off. I, I'm, the missus still says I've got to go do it. So I'm really petrified about that. At least I'll be under. I won't yeah. know anything. I mean, afterwards, though. I've never had it out of its bag, you know. Um, who was the Warriors player that did that? A Chanel oh, Harris Davida. No wonder yeah. he needs to retire and have a gap year. <laughs> uh, all right, look, um, NRL Super Coach Guns on all the socials, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. They're an absolute fabulous follow. Um, I found with my schedule, I can't really do as many sort of social podcasts and profiles on players. I'm doing the stuff with the Whisperer and he's sensational at that. You guys are sensational at that. So I'm pretty much only doing the podcast, but I would recommend, I couldn't recommend it any higher um, to follow the NRL Supercoach Guns on all of those socials. I really think they do a lot of stuff um, that helps you to decide between player A, player B, whether you like a player because they put it in the nuts and bolts, the figures. And and this is a game of maths. Uh, Nathan and I were talking off air and we were both... um, 
you know, we're good mathematically. He's doing um, civil engineering at uni. I was going to do that. And I ended up actually going having a gap year and did chefing and I never looked back, but we obviously have those kind of minds. Um, You guys do a lot of insights into players and sort of, you know, you kind of go, oh, I kind of feel like that player is a good um, choice, but you guys go, well, let's, let's look at why you think that guy's a good choice and let's answer if he really is. Yeah, no, it's, it's always, there's always numbers to back something up, you know. You can always find numbers to back up your point. And I think that's that's sort of what we like to do. I mean, I know a few, my other co-admin, he, like, he also likes to do this sort of stuff. And we, we sort of tried that and we introduced it in a less mathematical approach but a more general, you know, eye test approach. And so that's what we've been doing with our new series, which is like rookie reports. So we've got clips, uh, just, you know, 60-second reels of, uh, of a rookie coming through this year. You know, we've just, we did uh, Cam Pereira today. We just uploaded Blake Moser, the Brisbane Broncos. Yeah. like and, look so at we, and I mean, Cam Pereira, mate, hasn't he got some bloody wheels? Kilometres an hour, apparently. Wow. That's third fastest in the NRL. Only well, I was kind of like, um, how is, why is he getting a run? He is the fastest guy in the NRL, I have no doubt. Watching him cover that turf, it looks faster than Saab, who to me looks like an absolute gazelle over the yeah. over the turf. He looks sensational. Moza, you floated that in the last podcast that he could be maybe yeah. start as um the hooker. Um, he looks great. To me, he looks a yeah. natural nine. More than Billy Walters, um, for sure. At, at the very minimum, he looks a good um nine, upcoming nine. Yeah, no. So I was like there's so much hype around him. Let's, I want to find some footage, and it took me ages to find any form of decent footage on him. And as soon as I found it, I was like, ah, yes, that's why. He's got all of this crafty playmaking aspects of Hooker down to a T. He's superb. Yeah, yep. looks really good. Maybe not, yeah, not as, not as much on the physical side, but, you know. Yeah, he reminds me a bit of Josh Hodgson. He looks wily. looks like he's got a good mind for the game. Um, Tim Williams and uh, the guru, Sangster, where he was on their podcast saying they reckon Kenny's going to play the first 20 and then um, Sonny Luke's going to play the following 60. There's a few good options in the cheap. Moser, if he gets the run, I I guess he's probably the most scary one of them. You've got Boyd, who looks like he'll have the duel, and if he gets the start in the seven and kicking goals, looks like a good one for a cheaper – sorry, more expensive. Um, But then you've got um, Sonny Luke, which we can probably discuss him as well briefly when we go through um, news. That's the the sort of chat I heard, and that's kind of what I felt like he was going to do. I thought that maybe Kenny, because he's so no frills, and he's not even a great passer, to be quite honest. He's more of a running sort of back, isn't he? Like, he's a good defender. Um, He's good sort of um, basic player. Sonny Luke is the way to replace Coruscant. I think he will play 50 to 60 minutes. Um, Does that make him more of a... a, Well, we might as well cover it now. Is he he a better option? Well, just on Mitch Kenny, he sort of fit, I sort of think he's more of a lock nowadays than a hooker. You know, mm-hmm. sort of in that Cameron McInnes kind of fold, you know. Mm. Yeah, he's an adequate number nine, but, like, you can really get the most out of him as a, as a running forward, middle forward. Yep. Um, but, you know, you're right. Sonny Luke, uh, 50 to 60 minutes. Yeah, there's value there now. but It's a good team. How much? I'm not sure. I feel like... If you were going to go cheap, if you were going to go cheap, if you are going to go cheap, Let's just say you're going to go cheap. You're not going to go the um, Brandon Smith and Harry Grant Grant route. You're not going to go Robson. If you're going to go double cheapy, would you go like um, Cheese and Boyd or would you go Cheese and 
um, Sonny Luke and free up hundreds of thousands in your team? Would it be Boyd or would it be um, Sonny Luke, in your opinion? I'd say Boyd comfortably. I mean, you've got a goal-kicking halfback who you can put a hooker or you can have a 50-minute hooker. You know? Yeah, well, also, I you've got... You've got this, like yeah, you've got a, a worry that maybe what if Sonny Luke plays 40? Just say Kenny starts and scores a try, sets up a try. Maybe Sonny Luke's minutes can fluctuate here and there. If Boyd is picked to start in the seven, he's going to play 80, he's going to kick their goals. And I would probably there's you mitigate risk. And I think that if you go Sonny Luke, yes, it's a huge saving, but there is more unknowns there than um Boyd if he does start in the seven. So if yeah. I'm going to go double cheapy in in um, a cheese and someone, I'm probably leaning towards Boyd if he gets that run in round one. Um, let's talk about um, some of the ch- um, news of the week. We've had a little bit of news. Jack Bird, um, a meniscus. Um, mm-hmm. He looks like he's probably touch and go for round one. I'm, I've got a feeling with the meniscus, it might be a, a few rounds. So yeah. um, does that enhance Ben Murdoch-Wasilla in your view? Like he was always a chance of maybe starting in the second row, but on troops alone, um, he's probably looking, I know they have a buy in round one, but they, are they gonna, is he going to run out and get decent yeah. minutes in round two slash three? It was going to play five eight round one. Yeah, because Sullivan is in doubt. I know, but yes, and I kind of like Bird in the six yeah. uh, as well. In the last week or so, he started to improve, and now it looks like he might be okay for the Charity Shield against the Rabbitohs. So he we it sounds like he's in no doubt for round two. Yeah, I don't think Sullivan. Um, yeah, yeah Sullivan. So uh, Sullivan Jack in the Bird, six, Jack Bird is going to probably miss early games, maybe, you think, yeah. with the meniscus. Um, yeah. I, I've, I've slid um, Ben murdoch Masilla in my team because I just think he's going to get 40, 50 minutes and he's got the handy jewel. He probably looks yeah. like he's a better prospect than Ray Stone for me now. I, I think we're at the point where we're going to have to say yes. I think that's true. He's ugly. Uh, he's, he's ugly. He's ugly. But I mean, if you're losing tr- troops, Jack Bird was probably, if Sullivan was healthy, he was going to probably play back row. And that's where Ben Murdoch Masilla can play. If Sullivan's there and Bird is out, there's going to be minutes to go around in that pack. Oh, I'll put this. I'll put, I'll put this. There you go. Um, if you were to, if you were Anthony Griffin and you were sort of sane, you know, would you pick. Well, Ben Murdoch Consilla is just starting back rower. Oh, You'd have I mean, James Sewell locked in. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a choice between two. It's They're both paper bag jobs, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, um, exactly. But I, I, I actually think a bigger body and probably even a better line runner. I've got no time for Fuiviano, personally. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, then... Well, you think it's Fuiviano? I think it's Fuiviano. Yeah, you think it is. Because he is more mobile. He's more mobile. Yeah. 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 He's more mobile. Uh, we'll find out, won't we? Like how long away is teams? Like this time in a month. Yeah, a month. Uh, I I just think um that look, they've recruited him, uh Ben Murdoch Masilla. There's gonna be forty to fifty minutes. You could go Ray Stone at two hundred and forty, but he's coming back off of an ACL. Who do you think has more to offer? I I, I kind of they're both about the same in my view. Yeah. I mean, they're not great choices, but give it in favour of Murdoch. Because 
you will actually use his dual position. You won't That's be using right. Ray Stone's second row hooker. Yeah. And when you, you see, you'll definitely be using the front row, second row. Yeah. Well, when you see how I've got my team set up, he has more value because of that. Where I've got him in yeah. my team. Um, Liam Martin, a uh, bit of an injury mm. there. He's going to miss the World Cup ch- Club Challenge. Um, it's not going to, I think they say he's going to track okay for round one, but it, it is a bit yeah. disappointing because we wanted to get a look at the minutes sort of rotation, get a bit of a look at Ghana as an option, I guess. We're probably not going to get an accurate picture of, of Ghana, are we? Um, or Sorensen, because Sorensen might start now while he's out in the World Club Challenge, and then you're mm. going to be worried if it's going to be Sorensen yeah. that starts uh, in round one and, and, and Ghana on the bench. Sniffing there or thereabouts as well. He's going to be a very good footballer if he gets Who? an opportunity. Zach Hosky. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that Garner's ahead of Zach Hosky. I think right now, yeah. He's only played two good games, Zach Hosking. He's only played two games, hasn't he? Yeah, well, so it's a lot to go on for, for Garner, who's got a big, uh, got a multiple year of being quite solid yeah. in the shit team. He's got to be the guy that starts. It's going to be. be the- I think he's the guy that starts. I'm in agreement with you, but I'm saying that eventually they might not be at the expense of Ghana. They might move. They only re-signed Liam Martin for one year. So yeah. it's not like... Not going to be Liam Martin. He's an origin forward. Um, Look, uh, but what i tell you what, I've pulled Ghana out of my team, I think, maybe. I'll, I'll have to look. I haven't I ate as many beers in. I've been cha- my team could be all over the place when we go through it today. I've been changing left, right, and center. Um, but look, I think Ghana's in a great team. I think he will start. Uh, I just think that with the Liam Martin injury, it makes you a little bit like not sure. There could have been a totally different way they were going to do their rotations, which we might get a look at in the World Club Challenge, which we're not going to see now because you take one of those big pieces out, which is a little bit of a worry. Um, the poor old Sharks, they release your bloke to the Knights, and then Kay Dykes does an ACL. How... Unfortunate, oh. and the thing is, Will Kennedy has not been without getting an injury, and he's not been without yeah. a form slump. So I know they've recruited someone up from the lower grades to be into their thirty-man squad as a fullback cover. Um, a real pity for the. Uh, would you reckon they would have not released him if this had happened a day or two earlier? Definitely, hundred percent, hundred percent. Lockwood Miller doesn't leave if Dyke does his ACL, even maybe twenty-four hours before the release was finalised, you know, because they're now looking at having, if Will Kennedy goes down injured, it's Kale Iro, who's more of a centre than a fullback, I believe, mm. and a guy, the guy they just signed, Daniel Atkinson, who I would yeah. have, who's more of a halfback than a fullback. Yeah. So they're really thin, and the worst case scenario of all is that they have to move Nico to fullback, okay? Oh, well, I think it, they, they won't want that. I think they will do that for most likely. He's the next best fullback, the next best cab off the rank. And Trindle's a pretty decent half, isn't he? Yeah. Connor Tracy as well, I suppose. Yeah, well, that's right. I would not be surprised to see, you know, from round one, Kennedy goes down. I reckon it's going to be Hines that goes to fullback. And and I think that's a better prospect for you. Um, Turbo and Paps, we're hearing a little bit more sort of clarity on those two guys. Um, Paps, we're hearing as a non-confirmed time frame. Um, they and the way Paps is talking, it's not going to be three rounds in. They, he reckons the way he said was kind of like, "I'll be there sort of mid-year." Like it'll be, yeah, it was, it'll be five weeks. I reckon it, it's sounding like that. The quote was like, "Did I'll you see the picture of his knee? knee?" I did. It looks fucked. 
excuse the language, people. Uh, so what happened was like in like I think he was talking to Nine News or something like that, and he said that uh, well, he doesn't have an exact time frame on his return, but he knows he'll be back this year. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, the chat that I've heard, it makes me feel much more confident on Meany. The Whisperer posted a thing today that Meany's not one of the higher percentage kickers in um, the NRL. I imagine that with the start they've got the Melbourne Storm, there'll be a lot of goals in front for Meany to yeah. take um, advantage of. I think that Meany, um, with what I he- I've heard from um, Pappenhausen, I think Meany has probably jumped total in my view. That's that's my own personal opinion. Just because Melbourne Storm always start hot, I feel like he's got a decent run at fullback. Um, and I think a fullback in the Melbourne Storm kicking goals and they start hot is probably a little ahead of Brian on a different side to their potent edge, which I'm going to tip that they might go a little bit more that way with Crichton and Toto out there, but it is an unknown. Um, has Meany jumped up in the pecking order after hearing the Paps news for you? Yeah, no, hundred percent. Like I was, I was all over Nick Meany, and I was like, "Well, he could be a good premier." But then I saw this strategy of just, you know, the strategy of stacking the forwards and the sp- the second row on the spine. Yeah, and I was like, "Well, I probably gain more from that than I do from having Nick Meany." Yeah, look, I mean, people are probably, I think some of these cheapies are feeling a little less confident, I think, um, you know, Alamotti and things like that. So I think some people are trying to plug a, a gun or maybe two in there. Um, and I think Meany's one of the options. I think Val and Toto are there. I think Meany's in there, probably in the top few for me, probably. Yeah. Um, like top 10 center wing, for yep. sure. Um, Turbo, we're hearing... Mail from the great man NRL physio that Turbo is tracking well for round one. Yes, they have the buy in round two, but if you go Latrell down to um, Turbo, it's a couple of hundred thousand dollars. It's the cheapest yeah. you'll ever buy Turbo. And you've got to, I, people are like, oh, are you worried about having Turbo in your team? Yes, I am about the hamstrings. Um, but you, I'm worried about that with Latrell too. I mean, I am. Yeah. For what you save in a couple of hundred thousand, I think everybody's got to get adjusted to the fact that you're going to have gun players on a buy and you've got to be able to play your backups. So the quicker that you can learn that in your team this year, that you've got to have um, good enough backups and just be able to sit a turbo to be able to sit a Cleary, to sit a Hines, people that you're not going to want to sell Harry Grant. You're going to have to sit them and have a decent enough backup. I don't mind getting the buy out of the way in round two, because I feel like if turbo plays round one, he pulls up a little ginger, he gets another game to rest it and he comes back good in round three. I, I feel much more confident about Turbo. Yeah, no. And like, when you count the Turbo scores up pretty much as well as Tedesco and Trebojevic, uh, as well as Tedesco and Luttrell, and he's $300,000 less, it makes yeah. sense just to pick him. Like well, it opens up your side so much. It does. Uh, but look, let's play um, devil's advocate. He's got no sort of preseason. He's probably not even in the main squad doing a lot so far but they do the the physio was like he's tracking perfectly fine so he probably will be there in some of their preseason games which is what you said you needed to see yeah. um i like the chat and i think it's worth a punt on basically super coach royalty isn't it yeah like, yep. um the news is good for him the news for paps is not as good no um, listeners 
Uh, in the year that Turbo averaged 144 points per game, I don't think he had a preseason. I think he needed a shoulder reconstruction. That's where I missed the entire preseason. So it's irrelevant for him. He's just that good. So I think you can lock him in if you see him play at least one part of a trial game. Yep. And uh, look, I mean, we saw the trial come back and look like a world beater after going over to the States. I saw, saw, saw some of the stuff from Turbo and even his chat. He was like, I feel like I've made some um, knowledge changes with my hammies um, that I've never known before. Hopefully he comes back and goes as well as the trial went when he went over there. Yeah. Um, all right. So that, let's move on from them. Um, look, it's time for names, our teams. Do you want to go first or me? I we always you do you. We always go you, so it's my turn. Um, all right, let's have a look at Ado's team. I've really gone – I mean, it's so funny. Um, we chat, and then I make a change. Uh, I'm like, surely I'm going to have a chat with um, Nathan, and I haven't changed my team, but I bloody well do. And like we learned from Big Bash, I start to get more kooky as we get closer to the start, um, the first TLT. Um, Harry Grant and Brandon Smith in my um, hookers. That has not changed since our last chat. Um I kind of feel like if Boyd is available in round one, playing in the seven and kicking goals, I feel like I need to have a slice of it. And this is something that I'm going to be willing to do because if I go Harry Grant down to um, Boyd, I make 500K. And I, and you're talking about the benefit of stacking your second row forward. That's the difference between um, going Hopgood at a three uh, as your third second row forward and then getting a Mooney or a Murdoch Masilla up to a, a semi-gun or a gun. So yeah. um, if Boyd is available, I will make probably that change because I think sometimes Supercoach screams out to you where the value is. And if Boyd starts in the seven for the Titans, playing 80 minutes and kicking goals, I feel like you need to get a slice of it. But at the moment, it's Harry Grant and um, Brandon Smith. There's so much clarity and comfort when you've got Harry Grant in your team. And I think Melbourne's still yeah. going to start hot. I think so will Harry Grant. Uh, in my front row, I've got Tom Gilbert and... Dan Safiti's gone. Sean Kepi. Um, we're going to be covering the Knights, the Warriors, the Seagulls, and the Tigers. I think Kepi's going to play 50 minutes and score 50 points. I think Dan Safiti's going to play 55, 60, and score 60 points. It's 10 points different, and it's 200K. It is. This is the gamble spot in my team, and, and I think we're learning over the years that in front row it's a bit of a wasteland, particularly when you take IPAP out of there. Why have Dan Safidi for 60? I mean, if you're being honest, what do you think Dan Safidi is going to average? 60? 60. Well, I'm going to pontificate. I'm going to I'm going to make a stab that Sean Kepi is going to start because I think he's better than Paseca. Paseca's mm-hmm. a floaty front rower and he gets injured a lot. I think that um Kepi is shown more and more than Sipley. So I think that Kepi's going to play 50 minutes in that team with Tapao out. Um, and I'm going to pick him to score 50 points. So here it is. You're not a betting man. If no. Kepi does not average 50 points um, this year over the full season, I'll give $250 to a charity of your choice. How about that? All righty. There you go. Let's lock it in. Nathan's choice of a charity, $250 if Kepi doesn't average 50 this year. Uh, on my bench, I've got Jack Hetherington. He's my backup. If Kepi's on a buy, I'll play Hetherington. I'm. We're going to cover the Knights tonight. I don't think um, there's a lot of these lunatics out there that think Hetherington's going to start. I don't think he will. Um, so you're taking him as a benchy. I'm saying he's a benchy that's going to play 40 minutes. And I think at his PPM, he'll score 45 to 50. 
off the bench because he's got a good PPM. So I don't mind if I'm on a stretch when Kepi's on a bye or if Kepi gets suspended or Kepi's injured, I can play um, Hetherington. I wouldn't have had Ben Murdoch Masilla in there as someone that I have to play Hetherington. I feel like he was recruited by the Knights. He, I'm not tipping him to start. We'll cover the Knights tonight. But I think um, I feel confident enough to have him as my backup to Kepi. I'm predicting Kepi for 50. I'm picking, I'm, 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 Tipping Hetherington for fifty. Both of these guys. For, I'll give you another two hundred and fifty dollars towards a charity. Five hundred <laughs> on the table on these two guys. Five hundred from Ado. I'm rich, guys. Don't worry about it. Um, Kepi and Hetherington, fifty each, and if not, five hundred to your um, charity of your choice. Freebie oh. from me. That's that's how confident I am. Sorry, Ado's on the beers. You'll have to remind me of this. Um, I've got my other backup. Sure front. That I should. No, you should. I always, I'm like the Lannisters, mate. I always pay up on my bets. Um, and look, I'm a charitable, per, charitable person too. So anything that goes to a good charity, it's well and truly worth it. So I'm willing to put my money where my mouth is on those guys. 50 average for both of them. So why go dancers feedy for 60 when you can go these guys a couple of hundred thousand dollars cheaper for and get a 50? Because Ada's willing to put his money where his mouth is. So there you go. You heard it officially, guys. Franklin Pele, he's on my bench at the moment. I've got a little bit of money in the bank. I can get him up to someone I need to. Um, I've got Angus Crichton. Um, I think Angus, the more we talk about this potent edge that it looks like is framing for these um, roosters, I just cannot. I feel like um, Angus is ahead of Fafita for me. He's ahead of... Um, Cam Murray, who will probably average around the same, but I want a slice of these roosters. I know they've got an early buy, um, but I think Angus came on. We can't forget that last year he had those a bit a bit of injury to deal with. He was injured, um, and he came off the bench. I think coming back from those in- injuries, he really hit the straps of what we know as Angus towards the end of the year, and that's why we're getting him at a slight discount on what he can do um, this year. I really love him this year. Yeah, I'm I'm all over him too. Like he's usually a mid seventies average, and he's priced at a mid sixties average. So well, I'm not putting any more. There. I'm not putting any more bets into no. charity because yeah, I'm already I, up for five hundred dollars. But I think Angus yeah. is on for a seventies um, averaging year. I've got him in my team. But I will say, as a um, off offshoot of that, I've got three um, roosters now. They're on the buy in round four, so I'm going to lose three players from my team. Does that worry you, or do you think three is the maximum? I think three is the maximum. You couldn't have four. I, I don't think you could have four. I don't think so. I it would be a very brave move to go. Yeah, forward. I've had a few people who've seen my team have said, "Oh, you got three roosters and you screwed in round four. I'm like, well, I'm going to be a big brave boy and I'm going to accept that I'm going to have to pull three players out of my team. Yes, it's the cheese who's sort of a midi, and yes, it is Tedesco and Crichton, and they're my two premiums. I don't think you really want to pull three premiums out of your team, ideally. Two premiums and a midi, I think is fine. Um, Hopgood is going to be in my third. Um, did I say I've got Dave Fafita? No. Dave Fafita is in there. I've gone, I'm similar to you. I've had a bit of an attitude towards having pumping up the second row pack a little bit. I've skipped Garner, and, and because I'm going to go cheap in the front row, I'm not going to go Dan Safiti because it's 10 points to me. But 
but I'm going to go with David Feeder. He's a hard watch if you don't own him. Um, I'm going to put him in there and pair him with Crichton because I'm going to go a third um, front rower, uh, so second rower in Hopgood, who's cheaper, and I think he's a slam dunk to start the year. On my bench, I've got Trey Mooney. I've got Ben Murdoch Masilla. Um, I think with the bird news, it probably bodes well for him, and I can interchange him with Gilbert and with Hetherington in my front row. So he's in there, um, and I've gone Matamua. It could be Bloor, it could be Matamua. I'm hearing like good chat that he's impressing in the preseason for the 13, Matamua. I think some, a lot of teams, we're going to be covering the um, Tigers tonight. A lot of people have Joe O in the 13, and I don't think he will be in the 13, personally. Um, I think it could be Bloor um, in the second row and maybe um, Bateman in the 13. I think Matamua is a perfect 13. I think he's a natural 13, and he's been impressing in the... Um, you know, preseason. So he's in my second row on the bench. Nathan Cleary Hines. Um, I've gone with Adam Dewey in the um halves, not Burton. And I've gone and brought Schuster down to the five eight. I think Schuster, that's how I'm paying for a for feeder in my team. Um Schuster, I think, has got good value in the five eight position, personally. More value than he has in the second row, probably. Um, so I've got him into my five eight. Val Holmes, eight oh. If you listen to my podcast last year, Ada was all over the scoring and why is Val getting all these points? I'm going to have some Val points on this Cowboys draw to start the year. He's vastly improved in his goal kicking. I think there's going to be huge points. I think Val has absolutely come on sensationally as a center. And I've got one gun in my centers now. I've got two guns in my second row and I've got a gun in my center wing, which I'm happy with. Hayes Perham. I'm still a big believer in Hayes Perham as a safety um, pick of all of those fullbacks who don't have great base in the fullback because um, I like the look of him and what I've seen in the juniors and in the bits we've seen of him. So I want to go with him. I think um, they're a resurgent team, the dogs, and I like Perham for 370,000. Isaac Thompson. Um, I do not believe that Milne is going to take that position off him. I think he's a better footballer for their team. Um, so I'm going to be taking a slight punt that Isaac Thompson holds his spot. And he's, is he on the good side? Is he on their left side? No, Alex Johnson's still there. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's Alex Johnson. Oh, he's still in that bloody South team. Graham's over that other side. Get it, get the ball over there. Thompson, I like. I thought he's looked sensational on that team. Chance, Nickel Clock star. He's my other, those are my four centers. I've got a Val, a Perham, an Isaac Thompson, a Chance. I'm happy with that. Um, I've got Sloan in there at the moment. Um, he looks like he's pretty much locked on to their fullback start. I've got Alamotti. Um, it may, if it's Hayes Dunster, I've got the cash to get to him. If he gets a run for the Parramatta Eels, if it's not Hayes Dunster or Paul Alamotti, maybe I've got to rethink Fafida down to Agana, you know, to be able to fund getting him up to someone else. I don't want to go into the season with any nuffs. Um, so it's Alamotti at the moment. I hear some, I hear conflicting chat on him. Yeah. So at the moment, I've got him in there and I'm going to wait and see. I will have to downgrade D- David Fafita if I can't get him. Khan Pereira. Tedesco and Travojevic is into the team. <laughs> it was a huge saving to get him in. I've, I've punted Latrell. I'm, I'm on the Tommy wagon um, with all the good news about his um, hammies. Yes, he's into the buy in round two, but he's such a great saving at 577000 Um, So in a team, I've got a team that has got Grant, Crichton, Fafita, Cleary, Hines, Dewey, Val Holmes, Tedesco, Travojevic. I feel like I've got enough guns into my team. That's how I'm looking at the moment. What about you? All right. So at Hooker, I have got Reese Robertson and Brendan Smith. That hasn't changed. Yep. At front row, I have Tom Gilbert and Daniel Saifidi. That also 
you know, hasn't, hasn't changed. changed. Yeah. Okay. Hey, in here. So he's got 10 points less. I'm not as old with him as you are. No, no. That's all right. I'm putting my money where my mouth is. Um, and for the bench is Hetherington and Franklin Pelle. Yep. Um, my second row. Now, this is where things get interesting because my second row is Angus Crichton. He's, yep. Yeah, we talked about him earlier. Yep. We think he's going to have a nice value. We talked about Dave Fafita. Again, he had the worst season of his career so far and he averaged 66. So he's a slam dunk. And now my third second rower, Pat Carrigan. Yeah. Well, we've talked up Patty. We think he's a big dog in that pack. I think he's going to probably take a little bit of the offcuts because they're going to go a lighter on Hass this year. Patty's a yep. star. He's a leader. Big minutes for Patty this year. I like it. Yeah. So I might, like, we, have we done the Broncos? I think we have done the Broncos, but yep. I think I had him playing around 70 minutes, Pat yep. Carrigan. Yep. I just think he's a worker. There's no reason for them not to play in big minutes, really. Yeah. Um. Then the second row, the bench second row, consists of Jermaine Hopgood, Trey Mooney, and Justin Matamilla, because I've yep. heard the same chat as you yep. have. Yeah. Um. And then the halves are Cleary and Jerome Hughes. Yep. Again, that hasn't changed. Five eight still Burton and Schuster. Yep. Um, that I think it was Dewey, but I went, you know what? I want the forward. I'm going to get myself Pat Carrigan. So I did. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ace Perham. You know, we've talked about him. Hammer, we've talked about. Chance, we've talked about. Remus Smith is my fourth centre wing for now. Yep. I'm not going to take the risk on Isaac Thompson. If I see him, if I see him named round two, um, I'll watch very closely and then probably buy him round three. But yep. I'm going to skip him initially. Remus Smith, I, I'm thinking, you know, he's a sure thing. He won't be dropped. He's going to be in their side. He will find a way to get up to four fifty, five hundred thousand, thanks to the Storm having just a fucking the team. Uh, none, the of their backs have, none of their backs have traditionally done that. I mean, no, the Fox went on runs. Fox, Fox went yeah. on runs, but they don't. Their back outside backs don't really score. You know, Olam's like a forty-five sort of average. Yeah, like this is an outlier season, right? Been twenty twenty-one, but he had a he was he started the season the first six rounds. He averaged forty point eight, and he he hadn't changed much in price. Then he goes out and scores back-to-back tons, and the next thing you know is at five fifty thousand. Yeah, so it's that easy, you know. It it doesn't take much. You won't take much for him to make money. Um, they're my bench center wings. I've got Tommy Talau. I'm just thinking, you know, he 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 could very easily be Hayes Dunster if Hayes Dunster gets a gig, or if we get verbal confirmation on Isaac Thompson, then he becomes Isaac Thompson. Tyrell Sloan is there. And Cam Pereira is there. And the fullbacks are Tedesco and Tom Chaboyevich. And that's my team. Yeah, I like it. Um, you're not worried about I've got a nice Val Valentine Holmes. With a nice Cowboys draw, he's gonna be slotting goals, scoring tries. Yeah, but it'll come from Reese Robson scoring up the middle. So that's oh, well, that hopefully fun for it me. Does. Yeah. Yep. All uh, right, well. Uh, 
I mean, I like the teams. I've really taken a gamble. I think every time you're taking a gamble in your center wing because there's no expensive ones in there. There's They're all sort of middies that could average 35, 40 in there, really, and realistically. We don't think that Val's going to be like We think he's going to be mid-60s. I've spent up to have a gun in sort of most positions. Um, and I've gone and just in a dead position like front row. I'm just I'm going to bank on the fact that Kepi is going to um, grow into the tap out role and take his extra minutes and get good minutes this year. And I think that Jeff Hetherington will have a decent enough role in that team. So I've kind of skimped a little bit there in order to have it. Um, I like the bench that you've got with Carrigan. That's a really strong second row. You know, I've got two, I felt obligated to have two strong second rowers at minimum and rely on Hopgood, who I think is going to be as good as a strong one as my third and and the saving. So I like the teams. I feel like yours is more responsible than mine because you're not relying on some sort of loose theory that Kepi and Hetherington are going to be good. But um, I've got a Val in there and I like the feeling of um, Val in my team. Um, let's talk about three gro- blokes that are growing on us. Anyone that's not in your team that you're sort of um, slightly interested in um, that we haven't managed to squeeze into the, the team? Valentine Holmes. That's the first yeah. one for me. Mm. I'm sort of I I have been contemplating taking Carrigan to the Val Holmes. I haven't quite got enough money. Uh so I think if I took Talao to Hayes Dunster, I could probably take Carrigan to Val, but then it butchers my team structure. Yeah. So I'm sort of um tempted to not touch it in that in that regard. Yep. Um the other thing, other person I have been you know, slightly interested in for super coach is Royce Hunt. Um, yeah, like, well, I could save sixty, seventy thousand dollars and go from a Daniel Saifidi to a Royce Hunt. Potentially, I don't lose much, but money, if any, like I don't lose much points, if if any. You know what I mean? Mm. And so I'm just weighing all that up right now. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think um, for me, it's a couple of players that have got the interest is Ghana. I think he's probably locked in to start, and I like that Penrith Panthers team. That's obviously going to be, if I don't get an Alamotti, that's probably going to be my plan to downgrade David Fafida. I think he's a serviceable enough second um, second row forward. I've been big on Nia Kore, um, who I'm interested in as well. Um, I've been interested in him because I'm hearing the chat on coach that he's on for a big role this year. Um, and I've got to be honest, um, I'm really tempted by Burton, um, but I think that I've kind of come around to the fact that you've got to have Boyd or you've got to use Schuster in the 5'8", because there's just huge value there, and they could almost average as well as the players that you go instead. Schuster could technically average within five to seven points of Burton. He could even average more if he just Mm. hits the ground running. He's looking fit, and he could be good. Tommy's there. The, the Eels are sort of an unknown sort of entity. Um, He could do as well as Burton, but he's a whole lot much cheaper. Um, So, you know, I have got my eye on Burton. And in my last team where we read it out, I had Burton and um Dewey, but I've tried to pump up the second row forward. So those are guys I've got my eyes on. Uh, anyone that you're, fa- you're fading on, um, you, you, that you did, were keen on, that has dropped out of your um interest? Um. I'm probably not as hot as I was on Sean Bloor. It seems more of the chat is now focusing on Matt and Norma, which oh, yeah. indicates to me that Matt and Norma is going to draw the star. You know, I know we're going to get one type as cheeky. It's going to be Utuikamaru, it's going to be Bloor, or it's going to be Matt and Norma. So yep. whoever it is, 
structure your team, your forwards there accordingly. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I've got a sneaky suspicion that none of them necessarily get the start or play super minutes, but it's going to be Bloor. It's going to be Matamua. I think Utikamana will probably be in there. I, I think it's out of Matamua or Bloor, personally. What I'm hearing out of the preseason is that Matamua is a super impressive. Um, someone who's sort of fading on my um, list, the hammer. You know, um, I haven't got the hammer in there. I've gone, I could go for the same price from Isaac Thompson to the hammer, but I haven't um, because I just feel like um, the Dolphins are going to be shit. The hammer has been shit and Souths are good. And they got a good team. I just, it's a real simple choice of a better team, better points, more points. Even though it was a hard run, I don't think Milne's going to take his spot. Is it too many straw, too many strings? I'm saying why Isaac Thompson will be better than the Hammer, or do you think I'm wrong for saying the Hammer is shit, and I don't think he's going to get any better this year? In a in a shitter team, better this year because he's priced off playing the majority of his games off the bench. So, in my opinion, I believe that he will average 50 and I will cash out on him. I believe he's 20 points undervalued wholeheartedly. So, you think he'll average 50? Can I have money towards charity or are you two? I have, I'm, I'm broke. All right, fair <laughs> enough. Um, all right. So, look, uh, those are interesting chats. I've gone and got him out of my team. I've got um, Val, I've got um, Perham, I've got Charns, and I've got Isaac Thompson. It feels to me like, well, I reckon I can rely on all of them. The score well. Maybe Hammer can find his way back into my team. We'll have to wait and see. Um, all right. Well, the team previews, we're going to finish them off today. So we're going to cover four teams. The Knights, the Warriors, the Seagulls, and the Tigers. I was supposed to do the Seagulls last round, and I, in our last pod, and I screwed it up. Um, well, these teams, I've um, downloaded and printed what the recommended team lists are going to be, but I've made a lot of changes in how I think they're going to line up. So it'll be interesting to chat. Um, which team we're going to cover first? Let's cover the Newcastle Knights. All righty. Um, <laughs> do you want me to give you my Knights team? Lachlan Miller, the new recruit in the fullback position. I think on their wings, they're going to have Greg Marju and Tom Dom Young. I think that's not a bad little um, wing pairing. Two big blokes, good sort of try scoring um, backs. Bradman Best and Dane Gagai in the centers. I think it's going to be Kalen Ponger in the six, Jackson Hastings in the seven, and I think Jackson Hastings will kick goals. He's a better kicker than Ponger. Um, Jacob Saifidi, Jaden Braley, Dan Saifidi in the front row, Tyson Frizzell, and is Fitzgibbon healthy? I think because Dad owns the club or whatever, I think it's going to be him in the second row. Um. He was dropped a fair bit last year. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm tipping him to start. It's I'm choosing between him. I'm choosing between him, Hetherington, and um, Brody Jones, and I want to go with um, Fitzy just because Daddy owns the club or whatever. He gives a lot of money to them. Um, Adam Elliott in the 13 um, this year. Kurt Mann in the 14. I think it's going to be Leo Thompson. I think he's a, a good up-and-coming player. Jack Hetherington. And in the 17, I'm going to say it's going to be Jack Johns. Uh, Matt Croker or Brody Jones. I think someone's going to take up a 17 spot um, in the in the um, 17. Um, what about yourself? All right. So at fullback, I've got Lachlan Miller. Uh, the wingers I've got is Marzu and Young. Uh, centres, I've got 
Brandon Best and Dan Gagai, halves Ponga Hastings, uh, the front row pairing of the Saifidi brothers with Jaden Braley at hooker. My edge forwards, I've got Tyson Purcell and Jack Hetherington. Um, I've got Adam Elliott Locke. Um, I've got Tyson Gamble as my 14. I have then got a bench of Brady Jones, Kurt Mann and Leo Thompson. Yep. Well, I think we're probably in the same ballpark, aren't we? Yeah, I think so. It'll just depend on um, how they use Hetherington, I think. I think that'll be a key part into what their bench looks like. Because if they're using Hetherington as an edge, they probably don't carry Jones and Fitzgibbon and Hetherington. But if they're yeah. using Hetherington as a middle, then I think they won't carry Leo Thompson or Tyson yeah. Campbell. I mean, I think um, Hetherington will be better on the edge than Fitzy and Brody Jones, just quietly. Yeah, I think he will be too. But... You know, realistically, I just don't know if he's going to just waltz on in and take an edge because he kind of sort of seems like a middle to me. Um, other players on the edge, Clune, who was a failed experiment to bring him over when they're trying to sort their halves problem. Matt Croker, I said, who's a chance to come in on their bench. Um, Gamble is there, touted to be their fullback before they got Lachlan Miller. Thank God they did. Um, Hodgson, who was touted as a possible chance if they couldn't land a fullback. Um, and obviously John slash Jones, whoever... This is out. Um, the Knights, where have you got them finishing this year? Did you hear that? Oh, sorry. Oh, I, where, oh, where, do you, oh, where do you have the Knights <clears throat> finishing? I'm in 15. 15? Yeah. I don't even know where I had them. I can't be bothered looking them up. I don't even know what I've got to go to to check them. I, th- I had them around there. So there you go. Let's move on to the next team. It's going to be the West Tigers. I made a lot of edits on this team that was on um, Fox, on NRL.com. I changed a lot of it, actually, from what I've seen. I'll be interested to see what you think they're going to line up for in their 17. Yeah. So how about you start off with this one? Because I've oh, just noticed something. I just started it. last. I think it's going to be Dane Laurie to start. I don't think it's going to be Charlie Staines. I think Dane Laurie is going to start in the one. I think Charlie Staines will be on a wing, which means you can't ch- touch him. I think it's actually going to be Brett Naden, just on name, um, that starts in their centres. The other ones that are obviously um, have, have have played there before is Kapoa, but I think it's going to be Naden. I think Mamalo is going to play in the centres this year, and I think it's going to be Nofaluma on the other wing. So just to, to cover it, it's Dane Laurie on the fullback, Charlie Staines on the wing, Naden in the centres with Mamalo and Nofaluma on the wing. I think it's going to be Adam Dewey, Luke Brooks in the halves. I think it's going to be Joe O in the starting prop position. Appy Corusel in the nine, David Clemmer in the 10. I think it's going to be um, Papali'i in the second row with John Bateman. And I'm tipping Matamua to start in the 13. He's more of a natural 13 than um, Bateman and Bloor. There was talk of Bateman possibly playing in the 13, but I think Matamua has impressed in um, early training, and I think he might just jag that um, 13. Um, on the bench, I've got Jake Sims- Simkin. I've got Utica Mano. I've got um, Pole, looking sensational, actually, in the v- footage I'm seeing, um, and I think it's going to be 12. Martin Ken Yep, you got Mamalo on the wing. Yes. Probably his oh, better probably. position, to be honest. Probably. 
I don't know. I'm hoping for a bounce back year for him. Um, my, pardon me, sorry. My centres are Tommy Talao and Brent Naden. I've got halves of Dewey and Brooks. So you've got um, Charlie Staines out of the 17. I don't think he's going to quite crack the 17. Okay. Yep. All right. We'll keep going. Sorry, I interrupted. Uh, so I've got Ockerham Gowie and Clever as my two props. I've got Appy Corrits out nine. I've got Ipap and Bateman as my edges. I too have Matt Miller at lock. Then I've got, I don't know, I've put Bill Smith in here for now. It could be anyone. It could be Simpkin, like you said. Um, but then I've got the three bench of Canoe uh, Pole, Uchoi Zamanu, and Sean Bloor. Yep. Hey? No 12. No 12. I don't think he's going to crack it. Well, the Anero physio is going to be absolutely devastated. He, how's he going to give updates on Twal if, um, you know, if, if he's not even in the 17? Twal's a good player. Twal is a good player. But Twal's better than be Joe out. O. I don't know. He is. Anyway, is you. I reckon yeah. Twal's. You, where are you? I'm going to find you. <laughs> Joe O stinks. He had one good season in his whole career. I don't know how he got picked for Queensland. No, I'm I'm genuine. I'm pretty sure we'll... that odd man out here is going to be very unlucky. But they've got such a young... They've got a great forward pack that they're building there, and I don't think he fits into that forward pack in at an NRL level. Oh, goodness me. Um, I've got um, Bloor or Manamu were not both. Um, so we'll have to wait and see how that sort of lands out. I've done two teams now, so you get the New Zealand Warriors. Let's have a look at um, how you think they're going to line up. All righty. This is going to be uh, – awesome. I've not looked at their team properly. So <laughs> – <laughs> I've got. I can give you mine uh, if you want. We'll do this. I've got C and K at fullback. Yep. I have Edward Cosi and Marcelo Mon and Downward Tennis Alesniak as their wingers. Got, and who? Downward Tennis Alesniak. Yep, as their wingers. Yep. I've got Violeta and Montoya as their centres. Yeah. yeah. I've got. Uh, Tomorrow, Martin or Luke Metcalf as their five eight. I think Tamara is ahead for now. You don't even have to ask that. Luke Metcalf's yeah. not starting in round one. It's Tamari Martin. Tamari Martin. Luke Metcalf is an up and comer. The only mm. chance the Warriors have of doing anything this year is if Tamari Martin is in their centers. He looks the most talented person on their roster. Really? Okay. And probably yep. Metcalf second. Yeah. Tamari Martin is a talent, a real talent. So, okay. So I've got my halfback of Sean Johnson. I've got Fanua uh, Blake and Tohu up front. I've got Wade Egan at hooker. I've got uh, Neil Corey and Josh Curran on the edge. I've got Mitch Barnett at lock. I then have a bench of uh, Dylan Walker, Bunty Afoa, Jazz Tavaga, and Tom Ayle. Yeah. You know, weirdly, you and I are very similar. I crossed out Metcalf. I put Tamari Martin in there. Um, I think Metcalf's going to be on the outside, and I reckon inevitably there's going to be an injury to Sean Johnson. 
Metcalf comes in and never loses his position after that. I reckon he's a real talent. I think Tamari Martin starts. Um, I think Barnett's going to probably start on the edge. And I think Curran probably, I mean, look, him and Curran, I think, are both play 13. Could go either way. Who knows? Um, I agree with your bench 100%. I've got Tom Ayala getting the run. It could be Sirenin, maybe. Yeah. He's a fair footballer. Let's say Tom Ayala does get the run. He might be worth a shout. He might be 240. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't mind him as a footballer from the little bits that I've seen as well. So we kind of agree on a lot of things. Um, to do with, I didn't even put their people on the outside, did I? Of the West Tigers, oh, who cares? Up the Tigers. Um, sorry, Whisperer, I know you're a fan, sort of. Never seems to be love them too much. I'm not uh, sure any what, what's there to love? Nah, nothing. Um, look, um, on the bench, Pompey. Um, there's Violia in there as well. Um, did you pick Violia to get a wing, uh, center spot? Yeah, I had him in there. I did. Yeah, yeah, I had him in there as well. Um, Pompey is the other one. Um, it could be a chance, maybe. Um, Lusick is there, but I don't think there's any point having him in there when you've got a um Dylan Walker who's got that um utility value. Metcalf, um, Rocco Berry. I quite like Rocco Berry as a player, just quietly. Yeah. Um, Jackson Ford's gone over there. You've got Kepu and you've got um Kosi who we've got in there on the wing. So, um, that's the um New Zealand Warriors. Shout out, um. What's his name? Who's the big uh, Twitter fan of the old Warriors? Anton. Anton. Tell us if we're wrong, mate. We don't know. Oh, sure, bro. Oh, gone, uh, gone Warriors. We love the Warriors. Hope they do well this year. Uh, Manly Seagulls is our last team we're going to cover on the team previews. Um, do you want to do them? Yep. Go for I'll it. it <clears throat> All right. So at fullback, I have Tom Trebojevich. Um on the wings, I have Tolotau Kula and Christian Tulpalotu. I have Garrick and Parker in the centres. I have as their halves. I have Alawai and Kepi as the front rollers. I have Croker and Hooker. I've got Kenwa Tuolagi and Olakawatu as the back rollers. I've got Jake Trebojevic at um, lock. And then I have... If he's available as a utility, yep. and then Toa Toa simply Tanya Alpaseka and Ben Trebojevic. Yeah, well, the only difference that we have in there is I have Bully Moore and I have Ben Trebojevic, aka Burbo, out of their seventeen. Um, it could you know that's just such a bit part, isn't it? Um, who cares? But I think that we're both on the same page as, as that. Oh, that's why I'm so big on um. Old mate Kepi, I think he's going to get the start over um, Paseca personally. I think he scored 50 points. I think he's going to be the leader of their pack. I mean, LOAA probably has it as well, but LOAA is a tosser. And he's no person to follow. He's a wanker. He should be mowing lawns because he thinks, nah, he's not too bad. I mean, I'm being nasty. Um, but that's the Manly Seagulls. Um, you and I, have you got Tom Devoy? Have you still, I yep. didn't, you've got Tom Devojevic in your um, fullback? Yep, I do. All right. Well, let's have a look at. Um, are we not all the teams. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, what teams are we missing? I don't know. No, I know. Any? We're not missing four any. teams sorry. today. I, I think I've covered them all. If I've missed your teams, I'm sorry. Lock <laughs> him in. Who are you locking into your team? Oh, jeez. Okay. 
I'm locking in Angus Crichton. I think he's going to be very hard to move out of my team now. It'll take a massive injury to, to peel him out of my team. Um, just watching Addo sink another one down. Um, yeah, think, I'm pumping yeah. beers, lads. <laughs> I think I'm going to lock in uh, David Lafleur as well. I think yeah. the sky's the limit for him. Um, and the final lock will be so the final lock will be Tommy Talao. I think if he oh. draws the centre spot, I yeah. think I'm going to just run with him on the bench. Well, he's got a career average in the 40s, I think. Um, it looks a talent as a footballer. He's just got to get past these injuries that he's had over his career. I don't even have him in my 17. So, as well, you're listening. Um, if he's not in there, obviously you can't go in. But if he does get the run, the Whisperer is absolutely sold on him getting a run. So, And he's a West Tigers fan. Yeah, I think he will get a run, honestly. He seems like a pretty decent footballer. Lock. Yeah. Who am I locking in? Um, I really feel confident about Val in the center wings. I kind of try to find a balance in my team where I've got like one semi-gun front row. I think front row is dead. One gun hooker, a couple of guns in second row forward, a gun in my center wings, a couple of gun fullbacks, a couple of gun halves, spreading out um the talent in my team. And I really like having Val there. I reckon um, by round 10, Val could average 70 plus. And you might have Hayes Perham who's averaging 40. I reckon Val's going to average 35 better. Um, it could be just a play where no one else is going to have the opportunity to get Val back into their team. I kind of felt like I that happened last year. I couldn't get Val in. And I was poo-pooing him saying, "Where's all? why is he getting all the points? I'm going to have Val this year. I'd li- I like the balance of the team. I'd rather just go a 10-point difference between um, Kepi and Dan Safidi and take a 35-point difference between Perham and Val Holmes. Do you not own Perham? I own Perham too. Because I think he'll okay. average I think he'll average 10 points better than um, the Hammer. You think the Hammer only averages 30 this year? Well, I think that um, Hayes Perrin will average 45-50, and I think the Hammer will average 40. Yeah, okay. That's possible, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to probably lock in Angus as well. I really love the way the edge is forming over there. I think, um, I mean, is this anything to base Supercoach on? He broke up with his missus. Are you allowed to say that? Sorry, Angus. I mean, uh, men play. we do better. We do better because we're trying to, you know, so we're just an absolute alpha and any ladies out there that are keen, come and get me. I'm an absolute super coach gun. Can you oh, say that? Dude. Can you uh, say that? I don't see a reason why you couldn't. Well, I mean, we're all saying Munster off the beers is a gun. He's on the beers again, by the way. So yeah. don't start with Munster. Yeah. Um, I think Angus is on for a huge year. It's an absolute, I mean, look, forget about the uh, no girlfriend. Maybe he's found another one. Who knows? Um, maybe she makes him play worse. My girlfriend makes me do things worse. Today, she's just like, drink beers. It's it's 10 a.m. It's midday somewhere. Have some beers. She's an she enabler. <laughs> um, but I think that Angus is on for a good year this year. I, I, I like him to start the year. I think if you're going to go and plug a premium, if you want to have a premium in your second row, um, would you have Angus ahead of um, Murray? Yeah. Just for the Absolutely. saving? Yep. Yeah. Um, so I like Angus. Um, I kind of like Fafita because of what he can do to hurt you. 
Um, and so I, I feel comfortable with those in my team. I feel like I've um, covered most of my positions with a Val and with Angus and with um, Dave Fafida. I like the feel of that. Where have I saved? I brought Schuster down a 5'8", and I, I gave up on the Burton. I think you can decide between Burton and in Dewey. You've decided Burton. I've decided Dewey. I think that's you can go either or, really, because I think they'll both do well this year, and you can one's going to be probably a tiny bit better than the other one, but I think they'll both do well. Yeah, no, I agree. Well, oh, it's um, that's it, that's it, that's the podcast. Thanks, everyone. We've covered all the teams. Uh, Nathan, thanks for joining me and putting up with me, slamming beers, all podcasts. Oh, no worries. I'm just trying to find places for you to talk so that I can just. I've got much to say today. I'm just watching you <laughs> try and drink as many as possible. I know. No one else gets to see this video. They only hear it as a sound thing. But um, yeah. thanks so much, everybody, for listening. There's all the teams. Look, um, I will reiterate, these teams were hard, I, I thought, because there's a yeah. lot of speculation about these ones um, for positions, and I found it really hard to work out what I thought they were going to line up as. No, because they're not very good teams, so it's hard to predict who's going to be where. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, so, you know, I, I sort of, there could be a lot of differences that are happened for round one. We don't know. Um, wait and see. But yeah, you can only build your team on what you know for now. Um, I mean, last week we we're talking, no one had Matamua in their team. We're all on Bloor. Now we hear chat for Matamua. So we get rid of Bloor out of our team. That's just the way it is. That's the way a preseason works. Thanks, Nathan, as always, for chatting. We'll talk again soon, eh? No worries. See you then. Thanks, buddy. This is the story of a girl who cried a river and drowned the whole world. Why she looks so sad in photographs. I absolutely love her when she smiles. How many days in a year? She woke up with hope and she only found tears. Can be so insincere, making a promise never for real. As long as she stands there waiting, wearing the holes in the soles of her shoes, how many days disappear? When you look in the mirror, how do you do? Clothes never wear as well the next day, and your hair never falls in quite the same way. But you never really do run out of things to say. This is the story of a girl who cried a river and drowned the whole world. She looks so sad in photographs I absolutely love her when she smiles